Welcome back to the Horror Highway Podcast. Today, I'll be your host, Omar, and with me, as always, I have... Eris. And, um, I feel like today is, is, it's not a serial killer, which, you know, eventually I'll do one, so don't worry about that. It's just, uh, I find that... It's about the uh, voices in his head. (laughs) I find the spooky ones kind of, like, more, more interesting, the paranormal ones, the high strangeness, whatever. And I just kind of want to talk about them. Um, I feel like the the serial killer one should require like a lot of research. You get me? Because, I mean, if you really oh, wanna... you're... huh? My bad. I, uh, something fell. So Not you're saying you don't do research for your episodes? I do do research for my episodes. It's just I feel like those require more because it's about a real person who who went. I really got to do something like an autobiography of the dude. Yeah, but that's that's more research than just reading some dude's idea on it you know you got to read his life and draw your own conclusions i mean oh. okay that's that's beyond that but... all right let's talk about your voices the voices you hear I, there's no voices i hear oh uh, like i was saying i feel like today is what i would believe is is the closest proof that there is to like paranormal which is like evps like electronically oh, like ghosts yeah or well not ghosts but yeah i guess ghosts it would just be uh, ghosts i mean this for me personally i believe this is like the closest real life evidence we'll ever have to hearing ghosts to proving just ghosts that exist like in general like evps because like i don't like in ghost shows you can't really trust them but in real life there's always those instances where you're recording yourself and there definitely is a fucking a different voice in the background talking like you get what i mean no i mean i guess i haven't experienced personally but i i like but like if you experienced that personally you would no doubt believe you were you were visited by like a ghost or something but like if if there was a video of you a, a video recording of you walking around right and then there's something in the background that looks like a ghost that that doesn't prove it because it could just be like a, a video artifact or something like that. You get me? Yeah. There was a small interruption there, but uh, we're back and um. So I I, I would classify what I'm going to talk about today, which is uh like calls from beyond the grave and shit like that as EVP because it is like it's like there's no voices. But I, it, it is yeah, recorded. I just... I have heard of some cases like, like someone dies and then fuck and then like uh they get like text. someone's not on like a call yeah and they call. talk to them and they're not aware that they're actually dead at that point but like there's they hear them whatever. Well, I mean, I've heard they're, they're like speaking to them, but yeah, I don't know how uh, how uh, truthful that is. Exactly. Yeah, but okay, this one I'm actually gonna That's talk true. about today is like true like this is a real life case of this happening here now unfortunately there was no voice like no one so people got called right but they didn't hear someone else on the other end of the line but at the same time the state of the person and the phone it would it it would it is it would have been it's not it would have been it's just it's simply impossible for him to have gotten uh those like, calls out right let, let me get into it or okay. what, what were you gonna say real quick before i was gonna say like the dude was dead or like what, what well was yeah the... yeah 
So, um, September 12, 2008, uh, a person who was, he was trying, he was on a train, right? And due to driver negligence, what ended up happening was the train collided with a freight train. Now, this was a passenger train, which had like 49, had a 135 people. And the freight train had three people. Um, and on board was a person named, uh, let me see, Jeff, Charles E. Peck. And he was from South Lake. And he, he was, that's a, isn't that Michigan? I'm pretty sure it's Michigan. Um, I'm not and, sure. and basically he was, this train crash happened in California, happened in uh, San Fernando Valley. And he was there applying. He was going to go to his, like, he was going to go to a job. Like, right, so the, the article that I'm reading, which is from Snopes, called uh, um, Cell, Phone Call, Cell Phone Calls After Death, right? Like, yes. it states that if he went and got this job, he would have been set for life. Like, he was getting ready to marry his, uh, his wife, or his fiance, my bad, and, like, they were, I think they might, they might have, they were like planning to settle down once he got that job there. Well, due to the driver being on his phone and like he missed some sort of signal that would have told them like a train's oncoming, so divert or something. So this uh, dude fucking got everyone killed or what? He got a lot of, um, let's see. Oh, it carried 225 rider, uh, people uh, with the freight train. 135 people were injured, 87, 87 of whom were taken to a hospital, 46 in critical, condi- critical condition, and 25 died. Right? Um, yeah. So, uh, on the, the guy Peck who was there, he ended up actually like dying. The the uh the dude that was in charge of it, the dude that you were just talking about. No, no. Well, I don't know because this another like, guy. The the driver. Yeah, the uh, guy that was getting married. No, no, that's not the driver. Okay. No, no. The Charles Peck was just a passenger. My bad. I'm just I'm just telling you why the accident happened because the driver was distracted, right? Okay. okay. At least from what I've read, and. Uh, this guy Charles Peck was just a passenger on his way to get interviewed for for an airport. Um, oh jeez, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. My so, bad. because it's a train accident, you know, it took time to like find his body in the wreckage and everything. Uh, in this article specifically says it took twelve hours for them to find his body, right? But for those first eleven hours. He had been calling loved ones. He called his son, his brother, his stepmother, his sister, and his fiance. And all together, they all received 35 calls. And when they when they picked up and tried to talk to him, because they thought he was still alive at that point, yeah. all they heard was static. Uh, and their calls would just go back to the voicemail. And, you know, this, this gave them hope and everything, right? Maybe he was bleeding out or something? Um, he died on impact. 
Do we know that? Yeah. Okay. Like full on. Like maybe he got like, oh, like alive for a bit and was trying to call them. But no, no, this out. this was determined by the, uh, by whoever was looking at his body that Charles Peck had died on impact. Like I don't I don't know what to tell you, man. I oh, mean man. that's kind of weird, isn't it? I mean, it is weird. Because uh, if I mean... if it was no no right, so if it was like a, a an accident of the phone, like a like let's say like a butt dial, but not a butt dial. Like let's say it landed on a body and it just was calling, right? Yeah. It like wouldn't... it was just a, a phone glitch calling yeah. everyone or something. It, it, why would it switch to five different people? Uh, don't know. Exactly. That, Maybe that's... only five in the in the call log in the in his contacts. I doubt that, cause cause he's he's applying for a job, right? Yeah. So he's gotta he's gotta have his work contacts, and he's got friends, so he probably has friends in his contacts too, and it just went for his uh his son, his brother, his stepmother, his sister, and his fiance. It didn't go to the dad. Um. Which I don't know if the dad's still alive, but I mean, surely he would have his dad, or maybe not his dad, like his stepdad, or or like an uncle or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, and uh, weird thing is, um, they never found his phone. They never found the guy's phone. They never found his phone. That's a, that's weird. Maybe that's, someone picked it up or something. Maybe. But then why would they? But but right. okay. And but they heard, they heard planking. static. If someone actually calls you, you don't hear static. You hear like, well, uh, well, when it came from to flip phones, because this happened in Is this, think, was this a flip phone? It's two thousand eight, or when this this thing. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, maybe so it was like a prank or something, like in bad taste. How was it a prank? Someone picked it up, and like, there's no. I, I, okay, I'm pretty but, sure there wasn't any the, logs for phones but, back then. but if he died on impact so his phone should have been on his body right uh, and and yeah. even if it got launched across the train or something it's still in the train wreckage it took him 12 hours to find his train wreckage find his body in the train wreckage yeah maybe someone was like right next to him or something and they managed to survive but then they took why, the phone. but then why wouldn't they why, why are they calling uh his family like i said just a prank in bad taste so this dude, I don't Dude's know. Just that this is, I feel like you're you're going out of your way to make. Like I, well, mean, I mean, it's the only rational explanation, right? Yeah. The phone isn't there, but at the same time, I I'm more likely inclined to believe that he dead ass ghost called these people, his like his loved ones, and because he was dead, he couldn't freaking I don't know talk to them. Then, then someone stole his phone and I don't know if energy to, uh, talk, right? Because uh, I, I don't know what it would be. Energy. Yeah, maybe because uh, I mean, yeah, they always say that in ghost shows that it's like, it's the uh, not the, the not the electric ectoplasm. The... It's the uh, electronic <laughs> field or something. Ghost ectoplasm. Uh, whatever it's called, the Sorry. the, the electro. Something magnetic wave. The, uh, yeah, it's not like. Don't they believe like ghosts are, are are clumps of like electromagnetic energy or something? Uh, 
I'm not too sure what they believe, but I'm, I, I do know that they require energy to, uh, to like mess around with physical stuff, you know, mess, yeah. mess around with the physical environment. And, and like uh, another explanation for why they never found his phone is maybe because it got destroyed like so badly in the crash. I'd rather believe that, or I wouldn't rather, I'm not saying that I'd rather believe it, but I, I find that more believable than some asshole picked up his phone, started calling his, his Loved family, one. and somehow he, he managed to get static out on the end. Because I'm telling you, when you pick, well, when I mean, you pick someone, just, like, turn on the old TV, switch to a channel that's not working, and just, they're on a fucking crash train, dude. Or maybe what, I don't know, bro. I feel like I, you're you're like like I was saying for me this is probably like the best evidence there is for or for ghosts or an uh, this guy calling his loved ones or like yeah because they couldn't find the phone he died on impact but he kept calling up to eleven hours took him twelve hours to find the body he only stopped calling an hour before they found the body and there was thirty five calls in total split among four different people right brother. Uh, brother, sister, son, fiance. Yeah. I mean. Well, I mean, I mean, I get what you're saying, but you know, just trying to be rational here. Like, I'm not denying and, that. But I'm just trying to be somewhat rational. And actually, I just realized when when you destroy a phone, it doesn't take you to its voicemail, does it? It says the phone gets disconnected. Uh, yes. He, they they were going back to the voicemail, oh, so phone, so, yeah. Yeah, so the phone wasn't destroyed actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we if we take that into account, the phone was not destroyed, but it was also not found. I don't know. Maybe the not found is what's fucking like getting me, bro. Like, it's getting you. You think? I saw someone just some fucking random asshole just takes it up or something. I mean, do do they know the time where the guy died? Like uh, the exact time time he died. Uh, well, no. if the accident happened on four at four twenty-two, and like when when PM, when was the first call to happen? Uh, this article doesn't really say, but if uh, if it was up to eleven hours and okay, so the article says um, twenty-two seconds before the impact, the the guy. So yeah, yeah. So it happened at four twenty-two. The first call. No, no, no. The accident. Four twenty-two. And if up to 12 hours after the accident, they found his body, that would be, well, that would be 4.22 a.m. So, but when and was then the you do call? 11 hours, it should have been somewhere between 5 and 6, the first call. Or he called up to 11 hours. But, I mean, yeah, this, I mean, this, this article is Snopes, so... I don't know if you know. Do you know what Snopes is? Uh, I've heard of the. It's. Of it, yeah. It's the fact checkers for um, like, like let's say the New York Times posts an article. Snopes will go in there and be like, "This is what's correct. This is what's an opinion, and this is what's false." And these guys over here straight up said, "This is true." This okay. person did call people after the grave. So I. Well, I can't tell you specific times that happened to everything. I could tell you that everything here is like 100% fact. Because if it took like 11 hours to find the body or like, were, were they already 12 like hours. At the, 12 hours of already like at the accident, you know, like the 
Well, yeah. I mean, How long did it take them to get to the to like where the accident happened? Uh, I don't know, man. Again, it doesn't say, but I'm sure it couldn't have taken too long. I mean, a train accident's kind of pretty obvious. Because I'm yeah. sure the train has like a black box and like all that stuff, and and I'm sure there was someone who called, telling them like you know there was an accident and all that. All right. Well, I mean, let's, I'm just. I don't want to just stick around with hypotheticals of this one case. Is there anything else? Yeah, there's as actually. So that's that's Cause my biggest like, case because that's that one is like a yes, like that one is factually correct. There's a couple other ones, but I'm not. These ones, I don't, I don't, I'm not too too like, sure. Dead set on saying that these are true because this 100%. is just like. This is just some website. Well, it's not a website. It's like a news website. But it's also like a entertainment news. It's not like a Snopes type. Uh, it's like it's like a BuzzFeed type B website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then these are all user-submitted stories. So, I mean, while they're interesting to read and kind of fun, uh, I have even less evidence for this one. For these? For these. Well... I don't know. There's there's a lot of them here. Uh, so I don't know which one to start with here. Um, I think this one this one right here is pretty long. So uh, I had a message left in a 1990s ish answering machine that I very strongly suspect was left by my deceased father. Okay, there's this event. I'm leaving out a lot of details because it would have make me easily identifiable to anyone who knew me during these events. In 2005, my 79 year old dad was diagnosed with a terminal illness. He lived in a town I grew up in about 140 miles from where I live now, but not in the house I grew up in. My mom died in 1999. He remarried and moved into his new wife's house. As you get towards the end of their life, they're really helpless. My stepmother being three years older than my dad absolutely could not care for him. When he got into this stage, he knew that was coming, so I arranged to take a leave of absence in the fall of 2006 when he started having difficulty caring for himself. I moved back in the old house I grew up in, cleaned it up, aired it out, and I moved my dad in and cared for him until he died in that house around the end of the year. Gathering myself together mentally and physically, I returned back to the office following the New Year's holiday. In February of that year, two months after he passed on, I finally made partner with a law firm after being there close to a decade. Now my dad would have been very proud and I expressed to my family and friends and folks at the office several times that I wish he'd have been alive to see this. Having inherited the old home place and the land that accompanied it, accompanied it I can't say that, I ended up going up there every two weeks during the summers to cut the grass. Many months went by, perhaps a year. I'd well given up wondering if my dad would contact me. Nothing at all happened in the house. I came in one Friday night, and as was not uncommon, and there was messages on the old answering machine. Usually they were just robocalls from a politician or a record marketing pitches. I went through them, erasing them as I went, until I got to a very peculiar one. It was very garbled sound. I could tell it was a man's voice, but it sounded like the voice itself was static. Trying to spell it out phonetically and breaking it syllabically, Biblically, uh, the voice is saying, Wa hu a ra yu le yu a ma hi pa a. This is another voice. There's another voice in the background saying two words, Yeah, yeah. 
Yes, it sounded like one of those EVP recordings. I will never try to make one of those. If this was a spirit voice, my super intelligent wife and I believe it was saying, want to congratulate you on making partner. We are convinced that is what the voice is trying to say. If it wasn't a spirit voice, it was a horrible, horrible connection. Not even a voice box for people with trichotomies is that garbled sounding. And it didn't have that droning sound either. It really didn't sound like what I associate with a bad connection in that the message wasn't broken up as if the call was calling out. So, I mean, that not as spooky, right? But it kind of has the same has the same thing where where the phone call was staticky, you know? I mean, I, every story I hear of this, I guess, phenomenon. Yeah, it has like the same same uh, static in the background. Well, I, I, that's that's like, it, it's one of those things where it just makes sense, right? Like if someone called you from beyond the grave, they're not gonna have like good good connection, bro. There's no five G in heaven, bro. It's you don't know that, bro. It's heaven. They, no, they have everything up there, bro. Uh, the Bill Gates only makes deals with Satan, bro. Five G is only in hell. Mm, but they um, got fucking. Oh, they'd have six G down there, right? Because it's hell. Yeah. Was gonna turn everyone into uh, submissive and breedable fanboys or something. Uh, breedable fanboys, hold on. Um, there, there's multiple other stories. Uh, here's another one. When my grandfather passed away, my mother and I moved into our new home. Within a week of his passing, I had a dream that the phone rings and it's him on the other line. He said, "Hey, Heather, do you know who this is?" I didn't know what to say because it sounded like him, but I knew in my dream that he passed away. He just laughs and says, I don't have much time. Can I speak to your mom? And I say, of course, and run into the room and give my mom the phone, but I dropped it and it got disconnected. The next day, I tell my mom about it and she gets a serious look and tells me he called her in her dream and said, I don't have much time. I need you to turn off Heather's heater. She wakes up and goes into my room and the heater is shooting flames out of it. The heater was an old plug-in one. And that was his, and I used it every night, pointing out at my bed when I went to sleep. Not sure if this is even glitch-worthy, but it was a scared story from my family, and it gave me the chills the few times I tell people. So that one's more... Okay, I have heard stuff like that, though. Like Yeah, yeah, calling from beyond the grave, but... But like saving saving them as well, because they said the hero was blowing out flames? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's uh, really um, not unique, but it's like the these always got to not got to me, but these always made me wonder if like the reason we dream dead people calling from beyond the grave is because our brain is trying to understand a message that's like it can't comprehend. So it, it fixes it in a way so we could understand it. So instead of like dreaming, because I know there's multiple instances well, I don't know if there's multiple instances, but I know a common trope of like old writing would be getting a premonition in a dream via someone sending you a letter or something, and this kind of works the same way, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, like modern day, modern day uh, of that. What you're saying, because letters, you know. Yeah. yeah. We got phones. We just... But at the same time, this is just a dream. I mean, it's weird how dreams tend to tie into synchronicities or however you pronounce that word uh a lot like um you know people will always have a dream and then deja vu will happen and something like that 
Uh, let me see. I don't know how much we've been recording. Not a lot. Not a lot. Uh, have you ever heard of of uh, text from Beyond the Grave? Mm, I feel like I have, but I can't recall of any that I that has happened that I have uh, heard. I know there's this. Um, I know my mom has like dreams occasionally of her dad, which is dead. my grandpa, which is dead, which yeah. he's dead. I've actually never had a dream of a, a dead person, which is weird. Is that weird? No, because like the only person I really I know dead would be my grandpa, and I you know it's been you know a while. I don't think I ever had a dream about him. I mean, I I mean I I have an uncle, two grandmas. Uh, there's a couple other people I'm pretty sure, but, um, okay. This one seems kind of interesting because, uh, the title is a voicemail showed up, but there was no missed call, which is weird, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, actually, uh, when I was reading earlier, there, there is like for, I don't, I don't know, phone technicians. I don't know whatever that job is. Ghost calls refers to like calls you get where there is static in the background, but for some reason these calls don't appear on the uh, on like because you know when you call someone it appears to the company like oh this person called this person for okay ghost calls on the lines that cannot be explained are some uh, put a real time transport interacting with PBX so. Like it's a glitch, and for some reason they don't appear on uh on like the records of cause, is what I'm trying to say. But this is like the actual like real phenomena of ghost calls, like like not like a, a dead person calling you, but right, just a glitch happening. Um, yeah, I just wanted to clear that up. And then here's the this other story. Here's a story that I have not shared because mostly it creeps me out. I don't like thinking about it. I don't like the things it implies about the nature of the universe we inhabit, and it fills me with existential dread. It also happens to involve a friend suicide, so it's not the easiest thing in the world to talk about, even without the paranormal stuff. About seven years ago, my friend Dave, oh, well, that's very tact, but I'll just say he, uh, I won't read this because it's, it's really, really pretty graphic so i'll just say he he, uh ended his life via headshot or gunshot to the head tragic though it was it wasn't much of a shock for those of us who knew him the dude had always had some serious issues with depression and he had threatened to end his life before many times add to the fact that he had recently separated from his wife and had moved back with his brother and was using meth again and yeah the writing was pretty much on the wall About three weeks after his death, his widow Jessica, who happens to be my best friend, came to see me. She was clearly upset. She shoves her cell phone into my hand and tells me that I need to hear this voicemail. She doesn't tell me anything else about it, so I listened to it. It was static. But underneath the static, there was a voice. It sounded like it was coming from far away and across a very bad connection. It was Dave's voice. I would have recognized his gruff baritone anywhere. And he was shouting my friend's name over and over again. Jessica, hey, Jessica, hey, Jessica. Hearing his voice, knowing that this was almost a month in the ground, and the fact that he sounded so desperate and afraid made my blood run cold. 
I handed his phone back to Je- I handed the phone back to Jessica and just kind of stared at her stupidity for a moment. That was Dave, I said. When I could speak, I know, she said. Uh, the voicemail had apparently just shown up in her voicemail inbox with no record of a missed call or the phone number attached to it. We both listened to it again for three or four times, just to be sure. When Jessica went to show someone else a few days later, she was surprised to discover that it had spontaneously deleted itself. It was just gone. But about a week or so after that, my ex-husband Ivan stopped by to drop off our son for a shared custody arrangement. He had been the Dave's best friends. Uh, he had been Dave's best friend since childhood. Even though there were things were kind of tense between the two of us, I wanted to let him know how sorry I was, and that he he shouldn't blame himself for not being there. We talked about Dave for a few minutes. I mentioned the strange voicemail that Jessica had gotten. Far from being shocked, I thought he would. He simply nodded knowingly. I got one too, he said. Same thing, static, but the voice underneath that. Only he was screaming my name instead of Jessica's. My And my phone actually showed that the voicemail and a few other missed calls came from Dave's cell phone. I never heard the phone ring though. And this was all weeks after he died. I was pretty disturbed by this, so I began casting about for explanations. Was it possible that Dave's phone was still functioning? Maybe his brother was carrying it around in his back back pocket and butt dialing it. Maybe the family hadn't turned it off yet. Ivan rejected each proposed explanation since he had already been investigating. Apparently, Dave's family had terminated his phone service within a couple days of his death. It should have been impossible for that phone to make any calls. And while Butt Darling might explain how a dead person's phone came to make calls weeks after the owner's death, it doesn't really explain those voicemails. I asked Ivan if he... I could listen to the voicemail on his phone, but he shook his head. It's gone, he said. It just disappeared after a few days. So did the record of the missed calls from Dave's number. I went to show them to somebody, and they were su- they suddenly weren't there. It's been many years, but thinking about the voicemail still makes me break out in goosebumps. It was frightening to me for many reasons. For one thing, I don't like I don't like thinking that my friend Dave, who was so tormented in life, would continue to be so in death. I don't like how he sounded in that voicemail. He sounded terrified. I struggled with depression myself, and there's always been times in the years since when I have found myself staring over a literal proverbial, I don't know how to pronounce that, proverbial ledge, contemplating and ended all. But always that memory of that voicemail and Dave's voice will come to me. I talk myself down, because wherever Dave was calling from, I don't want to end up there. So, I mean... I mean... That was a good story. I'm not gonna yeah, that, like a, a story. It's a good story, and yeah. personally, that one, that one actually feels kind of real because there's a lot of, a lot of detail. You get me? Like it's like, you know, the, this person has an ex-wife. The friend went through actual torment and shit, and detail. Well, I mean, like uh, <laughs> compared to the other stories, you get me? It's not just like I knew someone and they called me. It was like. Uh, I knew people who knew a person who died. Like, he was my friend, but they mm. called them, and then I got the stories from them, and I heard it. You get me? Yeah, I get that, but I don't know. Why, why would the... Uh, I mean, did, did they mention it? Why the per- person that's dead call the ex-wife of his best friend? Or, like, no. want her? 
No, he called his ex-wife and his best friend. Yeah, but why would like they both like the to the wife, right? She asked yeah. pass me Jessica or whatever or whatever her name was, which I think no, was Jessica. Yeah, Jessica was the name of the ex-wife, yeah. What wait, which which ex-wife? Okay. Um the, the I might best friend's ex wife or his ex or the widow. The widow. The widow's name was Jessica. And what's the name of the ex wife? Best friend's ex wife? The, uh, the, the ex wife's best friend. Talking. The person who made the story um, yeah. doesn't drop her name, but based on the username, the halls of Tara, probably Tara or something. Uh, I, I don't know. Jessica was his widow. And. So he called the widow, or like he left the voicemail on the widow's to yeah, ask her herself, screaming her name. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But like she. Okay. Never mind. So the 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 widow came to her, telling her, "Listen to this." Yeah. So like, like what is? Look at this. This is really weird, and it's creeping me out. And and like, can you confirm for me that this is who I think it is? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I thought basically. I thought the voicemail was telling the widow to pass her the author or the. Oh uh, no! Yeah, yeah. I I get how you could be confused by that. Um, and then it called Ivan, which is her ex-husband and Dave's best friend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean there, there's that common thread of uh, static again, though. I mean, yeah, it's like when it comes to these type of stories, it's always the static in the background or all they hear is static. Which is weird, though, because like if you ever seen any, any ghost show and I don't know if the ghost shows EVPs are real. Well, maybe because they need energy, right? And uh, static, you know, like. Do with energy. Is static energy? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, like, there's, I, I, I most things that need energy, energy, like, say, a TV, walk talking, there's always static on there. Yeah. Like, I guess power, and when they like eat the 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 voice box, the fucking thing that makes that loud ass static. Noise. Yeah, yeah, the spirit box. Yeah, yeah, spirit box. There you go. It's always staticky, regardless. So. I mean, actually, I, that makes a good point. I, I didn't, I didn't even come to that conclusion, but. You're right. Whenever they use the spirit box, which is like what most people use nowadays, because it's better than just uh, like like, them? like their voice, like a recorder. Yeah, because because it's it's supposed to be that the coincidence is in the in the radio thing is the voice. Huh. Well, I mean, I mean I that's know, just just, a, just, uh, just food for thought, you know. It's a good observation there like every type of stories of these it's always with static so like to me i think it's just like something that comes along with the territory yeah yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I, mean, I mean what would you do if you got like a phone call with no number on it because i've had i've had an instance where the number zero 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 like called me uh, and i did not I pick usually, that shit up because yeah, that I actually usually... made me scared i was like what the fuck I usually don't answer phones or like numbers that aren't saved on my phone. Yeah. So like to me, that's just a hypothetical. Like unless it's like a voicemail and like something like that happens, then you know it's not gonna. I'm not gonna listen to it. Right, but like okay, then then hypothetically, would you and still I, like, pick I, up? Like, if, like, like there's uh, no phone number, but your phone is ringing. Isn't that just like a private call? Is it a private phone? I'm pretty sure. Or I'm, it'd be like, never, it'd be like I, a star or something. Dude, I'm a millennial. I don't use my phone to phone. I just text and twitter you're and, not a millennial you're a gen z are, I, I, I we're gen z yeah we're the I, older gen z's yeah um I, I guess we'll do one more story right oh i guess 
Um, I was just not like. Oh, go ahead, bro. Never mind. I was just thinking out loud. I mean, look, they say it, man. Say it. The podcast. No, nah, it's, it's, it's. I mean, I thought we were gonna like. There was like scientific backing behind this. I mean. Well, I mean, there, there really can't be, can there? Like I was saying, the ghost. Some of the ghost calls are just glitches. Like they're straight up. People have them, like on their phone privately. They'll say they got a call, but on the uh, on the company side, there's there's no sign of anything. On the uh, like T-Mobile. Yeah, like Verizon. on the service provided, like 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 I said, the ghost call phenomena. On, it's it's considered a glitch between like two signals interacting with each other, uh, but the the. The service provider would not see the the call. So, like, you know, a lot of these things come down to hearsay, and the fact that it's just an EVP. Which, again, like I said, I think that's the best evidence there is for ghosts, just because. EVPs. Like, if it's a person who doesn't know what they're doing. They don't know how to manipulate audio, and then you most definitely hear a hear a sound like someone talking. I mean that's better than than like some glitchy video, some like really bad fucking seven twenty p, um, security cam footage, some CCTV security security cam footage that is just like blobs of pixel. You get me? Yeah, yeah. I mean that's my argument for it. Uh, so I kind of wanted to talk about it, and then like it also has a really strange implication of like maybe maybe there is like a heaven or hell. You get me? No, because, well, I don't know, I can't really, uh, we're well, alive, like, but we can't really speak on it too much, you know? Yeah, but I mean, like, I feel based like... off Dave's story, they said it sounded like he was in torment. And he he killed himself, so, I mean, that's like a sin. Maybe he's just stuck in uh, Limbo. Limbo? Uh, I, I don't know if Limbo's real. I mean, it depends what sect of Christianity you are, but you're in, but... I mean, like... Just like in between, whatever. In between, like ghosts. No, like we're, like if there is heaven and hell, just like in between heaven and earth, like and and basically still on earth, but not, I guess, visible to humans. Uh, well, I mean, well, we should just say afterlife instead of heaven and hell because, because that that because that like doesn't work, religion wise. But I get what you mean. So he's he's just stuck wondering between the afterlife and and being stuck down here for whatever reason okay so this one is called odd call from my grandma's landline my mother received a voicemail this morning around 11:30 a.m here's some background information my grandmother lives alone in an old house that my mother and her two sisters grew up in when they were children, the house was supposedly haunted by spirits. My mother was haunted by a voice that would call her name Judy from the bathroom. While her sister Gina would speak in tongues at times, it got to the point where they had a priest come in and cleanse the house. Other than a few odd occurrences, there was nothing major to it, and it happened so long ago that it doesn't concern my family anymore. So today, my mother calls me and asks if I pranked her by leaving a creepy voicemail. I explained to her that I didn't and asked who was the last person to call her. She had two missed calls from my grandmother before the message. When I finally made it to my mother's house to listen to the message, I found that it did indeed come from my grandmother's house. 
We called my grandmother and she told us that she did not leave any message. And my mother even went over to her house during the day to ask her about the message and she was told that there was no way she left the message on the phone. The message was not staticky, but seemed more glitchy. There was a dominant low voice that seemed to say my mother's name slowly. Judy. It's a 50 second long. It's 50 seconds long and repeats. I brought my friends over because they love the supernatural and to help my mother as she is extremely religious and emotional. I figured out how to send the message to my own phone and then uploaded it to a computer where I have some software that can enhance the clips. Every time I listen to it, I get shivers down my back. That's where the story ends. But uh, I thought that one was interesting because unlike mm-hmm. it being well, to stacking, me that just sounds it's glitchy. Yeah, you, you think I mean, I mean maybe she her? just no, maybe she just didn't remember static to just switch it to glitchy, you know. Well, I mean, she said she put it in her own fu- her own. Uh, well, I mean, maybe she's being PC like in the and... story. She said, she said she's like just glitchy. Maybe she just forgot the word static. Well, she says glitchy. the message was not static e, but more uh, glitch e. So I assume that means more like mean? like when when we're lagging in online gaming. You remember Apex early times where we would sound like a. What would we sound like? What was Sense. the joke? Yeah, where you would sound like sounds. Where you would where you would sound like sounds <laughs> undertow. So yeah, imagine that, but you're saying Judy in a deep low voice. Judy. Uh, I mean, good. that's that still good. that's it's still in line with like a spirit box type because it's also like staticky plus it's like still, yeah. going in and out. Yeah, good point. Good point. But I mean, she said she used to hear them instead rather than getting them called, right? Okay, so so the, the story works is that um, the mother used to hear yeah she used to hear the name judy coming from the bathroom when she so do, are, are we house. like are we is it confirmed that her name isn't randy orton i don't get this i don't get this joke randy orton yeah randy orton because he hear voice he hears voices in his he head hears voices in his head they talk to him they talk and to they, him. they also understand and then you know i mean i don't think randy orton would change his name to judy and I mean, you don't know that. Maybe like his I, wife. I maybe his wife Randy, also hears voices. I don't think Randy Orton is a mother either. Uh, you don't know that, bro. I, I'm are you are you assuming his? Are you assuming? Didn't he just wear like those those boxer not the the uh the fighter underwear? I'm not sure. Like those leather like fighter underwear things. Yeah. I he would legally not be allowed to show his uh nipples on TV. You don't know that, bro. I do know that. You you don't know that. I do know that. All right. Well, I mean. Uh, I really don't know what to say about this one. You don't know about the phenomena? Not, uh, I don't want to sound stupid, and I'm not, I don't know too much about it, rather than, like, it's, there's always, when it comes to, like, in stories about this, there's always static, and when it comes to uh, the spirit box, it's always, like, staticky plus going in and out. Yeah. So, So, like. Do you think that gives it like credence uh, uh i think like so i'm not too sure how a spirit box works so it's like i feel like, like i feel like it like shoots out electronic waves or some shit i don't, I don't know it, it so it runs really quickly through all the radio waves in the area on like a set amount of waves so i don't know i don't know the the amount the amount of radios it runs through or the channels of radio so it's it's just like you know when you're on your car and you just start spinning the the scanning little knob 
the house, drive our car in there and just start doing that? So yeah, it basically does that. So it'll it'll run through a lot of radio channels and then whatever uh like noise you hear is supposed to be the spirit choosing like because i think it runs through all of them at a random at, at like a random it's, it doesn't go through one two three four five six seven eight nine ten it'll every time it'll change the like one five seven six four you get me and then once it runs through all of them it does it again at a different random order the spirit box the spirit box and it does it at such a rapid rate that the, the idea is that via electronic electromagnetic interference that the ghost picks out the syllables to make a word that it's trying to say. Humble from Transformers when he's talking to the, the radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly like Bumblebee from Transformers. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, I was so mad when at the end of Transformer ones he talks, and then Rise of the Fall, uh, Revenge of the Fallen happens, and motherfucker. I don't think he his... talks. He talks at the end. He does with the with the radio. No, he 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 speaks. Not Transformer of... One. Yes. No. I own the director's cut, man. You're gonna see. Well, maybe, it's in the, maybe it's in the. No, it's cut, not. Man. It is not. I, you want me to pull it up on fucking YouTube right now? Anyways, I, we should be ending the podcast. How do I bring up the overlay? Um. Oh, well, we didn't even do an outro when we started ranting about Transformers. Yeah, I know. That's why I told you to. Well, well, it gets gets put in the episode. And I'm editing the the episode anyways. Uh, It's really up to you, so does Anne. Okay, so... I don't mind. I mean, conclusion. uh, I I think you already said your your kind of thoughts on EVPs, where it's interesting to you, but you're not really down for the belief, I guess. Is that what you would say? I know. Well, I mean, I'm just trying to be like the... The other voice, you know, the other side of the argument. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, like, how do I, uh, I mean, like, I, like, I saw, I've said before in multiple other episodes, I, I never experienced anything like this, so it might, it's just, I want to, but that's still like, that, I feel like that's ignorant of me saying that, because what if, like, I, I, it happens to me and I can't well, get rid of it? It's just a so. ghost call. What's literally the worst that could happen? Uh, who knows? Curse through, through calls? I don't mean it, you. So you believe in a, a curse through a call, but not the call, the phone. Uh, the the, uh, the the ring. The phantom call, the ring. Yeah. The ring. Ah, uh, so. Movie. Hello. Hello. Oh, I said that was a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, it's been uh nice talking to you guys. I guess I don't know. Or like, yeah. you listening to us? So. Alright, well, uh, I guess this will be the ending of the podcast. Uh, oh, actually, I should, I should probably, like, I don't really believe in this stuff, but that one Snope story really kind of, like, actually kind of made me question it, because, again, that is a 100% confirmed story. They never found his phone, he died on impact, and there was 35 calls made. It's just, and specifically the four people he was probably really close to, I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Nice. Well, bye. See you guys next one. See ya.